0: You Can Handle Anything, episode number 344. Welcome to the You Can Handle Anything podcast. I'm your host, Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions, keeping you from fully enjoying the moments and people in your life. But I also know that your life is built on moments. And the key to being able to handle everyday emotionally challenging situations is being able to choose your responses in any moment. Unfortunately, most people don't know how to do this. In this podcast, we'll explore the everyday triggers we all face, and I'll share with you the tools and strategies I developed that will guide you to feel calm in the midst of conflict, maintain your control, and be the person you aspire to be at any moment, no matter what, so you can go on enjoying the moments of your life. Let's get started. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So yesterday I met with the members of my community called the Living Deliberately Circle. This is a community comprised of graduates of my workshops and programs, and these people are interested in staying in community. In order to continue receiving support and guidance and inspiration with anything and everything related to emotional well being. And one of the things that we do in our weekly sessions is what I call partner practice. This is an opportunity to have time with another member of the community to share about your week, to share your wins, to share where you may have gotten stuck and where you got unstuck, or anything else that's on your mind. And it's an opportunity to hold space for the person that you're listening to. This is a structured format, and you have a certain amount of time to share and listen and all of that. And what happens is when the number of members who show up for a particular session comes out odd, when you include me, then I don't get paired up because they are an even number. But when it comes out even, when you include me, I do participate in one of the partner practices so that everyone has a partner to practice with. And it's all randomized. So nobody ever really knows who you're going to be partnered with. Anyway, so yesterday the group was an odd number. And so I ended up partnering in the partner practice. And the woman who I was with, I'm going to call her Lisa, had such an amazing share that I asked her permission to share it here with the listeners of this podcast. So just for context, Lisa first met me when she participated in a challenge that I led almost one year ago called Release a Grudge, which by the way, I'm planning to lead again this coming January, so stay tuned. And when that challenge ended, she enrolled in my six-week live program, which is now called React Less, Respond Better. And immediately when that program ended, she enrolled in my membership, which, as I mentioned earlier, is called the Living Deliberately Circle. So I'm sharing all of this with you so that you know that Lisa has been with me for about a year. And the reason I want to give you that context is because transformation takes time. Any kind of change that you want to create in your life, whether that's creating more friends, losing weight growing a business, enhancing a marriage, whatever it is, it takes time. And anyone who tries to sell you on anything else, you should be wary of that. You could just look at anything in nature, right? Like does a sapling turn into a tree overnight? No. Does a caterpillar turn into a butterfly overnight? No. Do apples on an apple tree turn into apples overnight? No, they don't. Change doesn't happen overnight, right? In nature, it happens over time. In humans, actually, it happens over taking consistent action. It's not just about time. In other words, it's not enough just to say, I'm going to change how I show up as a mother and expect things to change because time passes. No, things change when you deliberately choose to show up differently and you take action that aligns with the person that you aspire to be. And that's one of the reasons I created my community. And that's because showing up consistently in your own life can be difficult when you're faced with obstacles and difficult emotions, for example. But with consistent guidance and support and learning from other people's stories, you are much more likely to stay on your path and start creating the life that you actually wanna live. Okay, so with all that long introduction and context for what Lisa shared with me, she was sharing about her reflections on one year ago, last Thanksgiving, and how she was feeling sad and disappointed because she wasn't spending the holiday with friends. She was just spending the holiday with her husband. And she found herself comparing herself to other people thinking other families were better than hers because of how they were spending the holiday. And then fast forward a year from then, when it comes to the facts, she was in the same situation. She was still spending the holiday with her husband, but she was telling me that this year she wasn't bothered by it and she didn't see it as a bad thing. And she was actually able to enjoy the holiday with him and not feel bitter about it. And I just wish that you could have seen her face. She was just so happy, feeling like she was actually in so much more control of her life. She went on to say how now that she can look back at her life, how she would unknowingly create so much unnecessary suffering in her life without even realizing it. And now that she has this awareness, she can deliberately choose otherwise. It was just such an awesome moment that I really cherished. Now, what was also cool was just before we broke into partner practice, I was offering a short teaching on the subject of being satisfied, because each week I offer a new teaching relating to this work of emotional well-being. And so it was actually perfect timing, because what Lisa was doing was she was choosing to be satisfied. It wasn't that she was just accepting the facts or accepting the situation, but she was genuinely choosing to be satisfied with what she had in that moment, which was the opportunity to spend time with her husband on the holiday. She said to me, it's like we have these moments and we can either just let them pass or we can actually choose to not let them just be any ordinary moment. We can actually do something about it. And she's absolutely right. And with that, I would like to spend the rest of the podcast episode exploring the topic of satisfaction with you. So let's start off by looking at what it means to be satisfied. In a simple way, you can define satisfaction as being content, right? Like, I wanted to clean the house, I cleaned the entire house, I'm looking around and I see that I did everything that I wanted to get done, so I feel satisfied. But here's the problem. When we look at satisfaction only from that perspective, like something needs to happen in order for me to feel satisfied, the problem is, what if what we want doesn't happen? Are we never gonna feel satisfied? Unfortunately for most people, that is actually the case. Let's say you only get to clean half the house. Something comes up, right? And you only get to clean half the house. Then you're likely not feeling satisfied, right? You're likely feeling frustrated or annoyed. Or let's say you've set some sort of goal for yourself and you haven't reached that goal yet. Then most likely you don't feel satisfied, right? That is until you reach your goal. You're always going to feel like you're waiting to get there, whatever there is, in order to be satisfied. But of course, we never really know when there may come. And even if it does, will you really feel satisfied in that moment? Or will you already be feeling something else entirely? Can you see what I'm saying? It's like a trap that you can fall into. You never feel satisfied because you're always reaching for something that you don't have. The question is, can you feel satisfied even when your wants and your needs aren't met. When I talk about being satisfied, I'm talking about being satisfied in a moment in time. I'm not talking about life satisfaction. I'm talking about being satisfied in a moment. And by the way, I'm also not talking about being satisfied all of the time with everything that you experience, right? I'm just talking about the moments. I'm also talking about your opportunity to choose being satisfied in any moment and that you can actually choose to be satisfied even before an event has taken place and even before something that you're striving for has even been met. I'm gonna say that again because that's really important. You can actually choose to be satisfied even before an event has taken place and even before something that you're striving for has even been met. In other words, you kind of flip the equation. Instead of, well, when this happens, I'm going to feel satisfied, you can actually say, I'm going to choose right now to be satisfied, even if this thing doesn't happen. Do you see the difference? You can choose deliberately to be satisfied, and feel complete with it in that moment, even if things aren't exactly the way that you want them or that you've dreamed about. It's actually a decision you can make in any moment. And it has nothing to do with how many friends you have, how much money you have in the bank, what you weigh, or how many people follow you or engage with you on social media. Again, it's not because I have X, Y, or Z that I'm going to be satisfied but that I'm actually choosing right now to be satisfied, even though I don't have X, Y, and Z. And by the way, when I'm talking about being satisfied, I'm not talking about acceptance. Acceptance is something else entirely. Acceptance is more of a neutral word, like I accept it, I'm not happy with it, but I accept it. But being satisfied has a more positive energy to it. And it comes from a more empowered place, like I'm actually choosing to be satisfied. I'm not just accepting things as they are. Can you hear the difference? The things you have and the people in your life do not make you satisfied. See, that perspective is the mistake that most people make. They actually believe that the things in their life and the people in their life are the causes or the lack of their satisfaction, but they're not it's actually you choosing to be satisfied that's what makes you satisfied. You can choose to deliberately believe that there is nothing better than the moment you are in right now. That this moment that you are in is actually good enough and you can feel completely complete with it. And by the way, this isn't to say that you shouldn't have goals and that you shouldn't be striving to reach them. I'm a goal-oriented person, right? Whether that's writing a book or publishing my weekly podcast episodes each week or staying healthy. And when I reach a goal, I often challenge myself with another one. So it may sound like a contradiction, like I'm obviously not content with my life if I have goals that I'm striving toward, but actually it's not. I can choose to be satisfied at any given moment And still be someone who enjoys a challenge and who enjoys the journey toward that challenge. Because if you're in my community, you will know, because I say it often, that this work isn't really about achieving goals. It's about the journey and it's about who you are becoming along the way. So being satisfied isn't about not ever trying to improve yourself. It's that you can choose to be satisfied with where you are right now in any given moment and know that as human beings, we have a natural tendency to want to improve ourselves no matter how happy we may be in general. Being satisfied is a practice, but like I shared about Lisa's experience in the beginning, the more you stay on this path, the more you challenge yourself, the more you show up, the more you hear other people's stories and learn from them and get inspired by them, the more you realize that all of this is possible for you. As I say to my students, obstacles are always going to exist and the mind will have the tendency to judge and compare and create stories that are far from the truth. But the more you wake up to those stories and the more you get unstuck from them, the more freedom you will experience in your life and the more you will actually enjoy the moments of your life. It all starts in the mind. And this is something I practice daily using my Living Deliberately journal. The truth is, I practice all different kinds of ways of being, depending on the day. But specifically, when it comes to being satisfied, I will admit that I do reflect on this question quite often. And I think it's a really healthy habit for you to get into as well, because Otherwise, you may find yourself in your life endlessly grasping for things, and if you never get them, you will never be satisfied. And the question is, is that the life that you want to live? I want to invite you to start to notice where you can practice moments of being satisfied in the different areas of your life. You can do that in your relationships, with your finances, even with food. Actually, practicing to be satisfied while you're eating is actually a really fun and eye-opening practice that I highly recommend. You know, when I was doing some research for this episode, I came across an article that looked at the difference between happiness and satisfaction. And it said that happiness is a feeling, either you're feeling happy or not, and satisfaction is how you feel about your life, when you think about your life in general, or a sense of contentment when all of your desires have been met. And I have to say, I couldn't disagree more. Satisfaction is not just a feeling. It can also be a way of being. And it's something that you can deliberately choose at any moment. It's totally in your reach. You just have to choose it. I would love to continue this conversation with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts and reflections on it. I will be posting more about satisfaction over on Instagram. So please find me over there. And if you're not on Instagram, if you're listening to this episode directly from my website, I welcome your responses in the space below. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for choosing to be with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the You Can Handle Anything podcast. If you're eager to transform how you navigate life's challenges and you want to discover the secrets to maintaining composure in the face of triggers, then you don't want to miss out on my upcoming live group coaching program, React Less, Respond Better. In this interactive and experiential series of workshops, I delve into the unstuck method and the clear way, two proven processes that I created. And when you learn them with me, step by step, you become empowered to really know how to reclaim joy over the moments of your life so you can stop sabotaging yourself and your relationships. You're going to discover the life class you didn't realize you were looking for, but will now wonder how you ever lived without it. This is your moment to redefine how you navigate and embrace every moment of your life. Join the waitlist now by heading over to my website, shiragura.com, and be the first to know when the doors to this live experience open next. I look forward to meeting you there.